Hey, how you doing? It's Pastor Jay. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for listening. I pray that this word blesses your spirit, empowers you wherever you are, whether it be your home, your workplace, the gym, or even if you're riding in the car. Look, let's advance the kingdom by spreading this word with whoever you come in contact with. That is my ultimate goal is to spread the kingdom and the message of Jesus Christ. I love you. And once again, here's today's message. Be blessed. Sunday NBCC. Welcome again to the second Sunday in October. I know you're probably looking like Pastor Jay. What is that behind you? It's a prop, and we're going to get to that shortly. And so, you know, we're in a new month, so that means we're in a new series. And our series for this month is what? Flip the bag. Right where you are, I want you to type in the comments, flip the bag. And last week, we talked about the topic of who owns it. We talked about that last week. And so I want to use for a topic this week, first things first. First things first. Let's look from God in prayer. God, we love you. We thank you. We honor you for this morning. We thank you for this service. I pray that you move Lester Bell Jr. out of the way and that you allow Holy Spirit to speak through me to your people. We thank you, Lord God, that this word, Lord God, will fall on good grounds and cause transformation in their life. So we love you. We thank you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So how many of you all are really enjoying this series thus far? Flip the bag. And look, right where you are, I want you to, if this is blessing you, If this series is blessing you thus far, I want you to click that share button right there at the bottom of your screen. Click the share button and share it with one of your friends and family. So look, let's jump right into the word because I'm excited about today's word. I'm excited about this series. I don't know why, for some reason, I love to talk about money uh, because sometimes when a pastor talks about money in the church, guess what happens? People put their their hands over their ears. I was going to bring my headphones in, but I forgot them in the car. But they put their they put their head they put their they close their ears because they feel like a pastor should not talk about money. But remember, money is a part of your everyday life. And remember what I said last week: money is amoral. So if money is amoral, that means that it is neither good nor bad. Now, money can be used for bad things, as well as money can be used for good things. And so we want to make sure that we are good stewards over our money so that we can use our money to advance the kingdom of God. And so first things first, let's go to, let's go to Psalm chapter 24, verse 1. Psalm chapter 24, verse 1, and you can follow along right with me under the screen. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. And the Word of God says this. It says, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. And so a lot of times when we read the scripture, and we talked about this last week, a lot of times when we read the scripture, we think that it is, it's a great scripture. We hear it, we, we say it, we quote it, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness of and all they and uh, that dwell within it and we shout on it and then we don't really allow it to change our life. But the scripture is meant to change your life. And so I want to start off with this, gravity. When you think of the word gravity, what, what comes to your mind? What comes to your mind? Do you think of an apple falling on Newton's head? Um, do you think about physics? Do you think about jumping on a trampoline? Like, what do you think about uh, when, you, when you think of gravity? So right behind me right now is a uh, boom arm lift. So we're having some work done here at NBCC. Look, uh, we're having some work done here, and we're preparing for you to come back. 
But behind me is a boom lift. And what is that boom lift does? Uh, this boom lift, I think that's the name of it. You get in it, a person gets in it, and they go up in it. So they go high. They can, um, they can, they can go midways. Um, they can go high. We have an A-frame church, so we have to go high. And so gravity is a law, but gravity can all also be looked at as a principle. What is a principle, Pastor Jay? A principle is this. A principle is a fundamental truth or proposition that serves as the foundation for a system of belief or behavior or for a chain of reasoning. I know some of y'all are wondering, like, why is Pastor Jay talking about gravity? We are not in school um, this is not a. This is not Monday through Friday. This is Sunday morning. We want to hear what the Word of God says, but I want to be able to connect the two because when what I'm learning now is that when I'm able to connect certain concepts and ideas and connect the two, then they make a whole lot more sense. And so, listen to this: gravity is a law, but it can also be looked at as a principle as well. And what can principles do? Principles can either make or break you. If I was to get on this boom lift and go all the way to the top and jump because I don't believe in gravity, guess what would happen? I would probably break my legs or break my neck or injure myself some way or somehow. And a lot of times when it comes to our money, we don't believe in certain aspects of money, certain, certain principles of how to use our money. And guess what happens? We end up losing the money. It, it ends up falling through our hands. We end up having to fix something that broke prematurely because we have not followed the proper principles when it came to our money. And so as kingdom citizens, we should live by kingdom principles. As a, so, so as a kingdom citizen, it is your nature to give because God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So it is in your nature as a kingdom citizen to give. And so a lot of times when we hear the word give or we hear money in church or we hear tithing or we hear offering, we tune it out instead of really uh, getting into what that actually means. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So just like gravity can either make or break me if I was to get in this lift right now and jump from the highest point, it can make or break me. Like right now, gravity is making me because I'm using the principle and I'm using the law of gravity, the truth of gravity the right way. And so today we're going to talk about how to use your money the right way. And so many of us, listen to me, many of us have neglected the principle of first. We've neglected the principle of first. And what is the principle of first, Pastor Jay? This is my first point. God desires to be first in our life. God desires to be first in our life. And we can see from the Old Testament to the New Testament, this ever-occurring theme of God wanting to be first in our life. And a lot of times we say, God first, God over everything, but we don't live that. So it has to move from a matter of us just saying God is first to a matter of us living out that God is first. And so I want to go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And the word of God says this, but seek first the kingdom of God 
and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And so just before that, Jesus was saying, don't worry about what you eat or don't worry about what you're going to eat or what you're going to put on. Don't you don't you understand that the birds of the air, they need the worry, they need the toil and their heavenly father takes care of them or look at the lilies of the ponds. Um, They neither spin, but God take takes care of them. And so when we seek first the kingdom of God, we put God first first in our life. And God wants to be first in our life. God does not just doesn't want to be first in our life through word, but he wants to be first in our life when it comes to our finances, which leads me to my second point, which is this. When it comes to our finances, God must be first. He must be first because when God is first, then that, that, shows, that shows God that we trust him as our heavenly father. And so when we put God first in our finances, there is power in doing so. When I, when I tell you, I, I have lived this, and many of you have lived this, and some of you have not lived this, but when you put God first in your finances, your finances have a way of opening up to where you, you, you don't even have room enough to receive what God has for you because you have put God first in your finances. And so hear me when I say this. Hear me when I say this. God is not interested in your money. What? And I know, I know, I know that's an argument a lot of times that people say, well, I'm not going to tie because God don't need my money. I mean, there's other things that God need, like my time and my talent. Yes, that is true. God has given you time. He has given you talent, but he's also given you treasure as well. But God wants to test you to see if, if he is first in your life. And so God is not interested in your money. What is God interested in, Pastor Jay? God is interested in my heart. He's interested in your heart. And so your heart posture towards how you give makes the most difference in the world. It makes the most difference in your world. And we're going to get to a story in here about heart posture towards giving and you're going to see the, the, the different aspects and how one person used the principle and how one person did not use the principle. And, it, and they did, the person who did not use the principle, they were not respected by God. And so the things of God always come down to the status and motivations of your heart. And so the things of God for your life, it will always come down to the status and motivation of your heart. And so that's why it's important for us to have a pure heart, because out of the heart, the mouth speaks, right? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So a good man out of the abundance of of his heart will bring forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil abundance of his heart will bring forth evil things. And so God is concerned about your heart. It's really not about the money when it comes to God. It's about your heart posture towards God. And so God wants to keep your heart set and focused on him because that is the only way you can experience all the goodness in life that he wants you to experience. How many of you all want to live the good life? You, every, everybody probably on this live stream who's watching this right now, who's watching this in the future, who's listening to this on podcast, we want to live the good life. We want to live the good life. We've seen the, we've seen the, we've seen the song. We want to live the good life. 
But a lot of times the reason why we are not living the good life is because we have not put God first. And we have not put God first when it comes to our finances. And so God does not have our heart because he doesn't have our, he doesn't have our finances. Because God is, God is looking for your heart in the matter, right? He's looking for the motivations of your heart. And so when, when God has your heart, he can teach you new ways. He can teach you new ways. When God has your heart, he can show you the principles of, the, of finances when it comes to the Bible. And so when, with gravity, right, with gravity, with this machine behind me, with gravity, see, you, you, when, you, when you failed a few times or when you jumped off something you shouldn't have jumped off and you, and you injured yourself, you learned really quick about gravity, did you? You learned really quick. You said, well, I'm not going to do that again because I'm going to scratch my knee up or I'm going to break my leg or I'm going to hurt myself. A lot of times... People are hurting themselves when it comes to their finances because they have not given God their heart. They had not given God their heart. And so listen to this. When it comes to tithes, it's not about legalism. And I've heard it. I've heard it in so many churches that, that, that if you don't tithe, you're going to hell. You're, going, you're not going to heaven if you don't tithe. That's not true. That's not true. And so what is legalism? What is legalism? Legalism is this. Legalism is excessive adherence to law or, or formula. And so the Pharisees and Sadducees were about legalism. They were about making sure that you follow. And Jesus even commended them. He said, you follow the law down to the tithing of your mint and cumin, right? You follow the law all the way down to that point. But you, when it comes to giving mercy to others, you don't follow that. And so that was a heart issue for the Pharisees and Sadducees because they felt like, since I'm following the law, then I'm good in God's sight. But Jesus came to fulfill the law and the prophets. And so Jesus came that we may have life. And so tithing is not about legalism. Tithing is about life. Tithing is about your spiritual life. And so tithing, tithing. I know, I know a lot of people have been taught, but tithing is not a matter of heaven or hell. Tithing is a part of your life. It's a part of your spiritual life. And so listen to this. This is my, this is my next point. The heart posture when tithing should be, we do not give because we have to give. We give because we get to give to advance the kingdom. And so I'm going to say that again for you. The heart posture when tithing should be, we do not give because we have to. We give because we get to be a part of advancing the kingdom. And so a lot of times when people, when you hear tithing, they feel like, oh, it's my duty. Like your heart posture, like, man, I got to get this money. Like, uh, I can do so much with this, this extra hundred dollars. I can buy some shoes or I can go on a trip or I can buy some food or I can do this. And a lot of times that heart posture, not a lot of times, most times, all the times, that heart posture is the wrong posture when it comes to, to, to sowing your tithes. And so when we practice the principle of putting God first, not only in word but in our actions, then we see the blessings of God added with no sorrow. So a lot of people want the blessings of God, but we, we are not willing to, to give God our heart by, by tithing. 
And so we're not, we're not willing to do that. And so we block the blessings from our life because we're not willing to give what God has graciously given us. And we read the scripture, Psalm chapter 24, verse 1. It was the first scripture we read, right? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell within it, right? But when it comes to tithing, we don't want to tithe because we think it's our money. But guess what? It's not your money. It's not your money, honey. It's God's money. And so God is giving you the time. He's giving you the talent. And he's giving you treasure. And so how are we stewarding that time, talent, and treasure? And so it's important that you make sure you steward your talent with a mentality of God first, of God first. So if you want to live a life beyond blessed, how many, how many of you want to live a life beyond blessed? I notice everybody watching this. Then God must be first. And this is not for his benefit. This is for your benefit. This is for your benefit. And so before anything was, God was. And so when we understand that, then we don't have a problem about putting God first because God is the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end. He was, God was before there was a was. And so when we understand that, then we are open and we have a cheerful heart to give. And so putting and keeping God first is the key to a life of fruitfulness in God's kingdom. See, when I put God first, then I can experience the fruitfulness of life. I can experience joy. I can experience peace. Because guess what? My peace and my joy is not in my, in my treasure. My peace and joy is knowing that God is a good, good father that's going to take care of me. And so when I understand that, that God is not this God that's just wanting to take from me. God, he want to take this from me. He want to take this from me. No, God is trying to get something to you. He's trying to get something to you. And so when you open your heart to give and you have a heart posture towards God, then he wants to get something to you. And so tithing exists, listen to me, as both a reminder and a test. Tithing exists as both a reminder and a test. It is a reminder that God owns everything. It is a test of whether or not God is truly in the first place position in your life. And so a lot of times I, I run across people who have, you know, financial issues. And the issue is this. God is not first in their life. And so when God is not first in your life, when it comes to your finances, then that's when issues come. Now, hear me. I'm not saying that you will not have any issues or you will not have any problems I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is this. When I put God first, I don't have to worry about the issue or I don't have to worry about the problem because I know that God is going to supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory. And I already know that God has given me everything pertaining to life and godliness. And I already know that all things work together for the good of them that love God to those called according to his purpose and will. And so my worry is not in the issue. I don't have a worry in the issue. I find peace and solace in knowing that God already knows what's going to happen. And God is going to take care of that thing. And I'm not going to have to stress about that bill. I'm not going to have to stress about that, that, that loan. I'm not going to have to stress about that payment because I understand that God is going to take care of me because I put God first. 
And so we have to put God first. It, we, it's, it's, it's absolutely vital that you put God first. And so tithing is a test because it's this. It takes faith and trust in the goodness and faithfulness of God to return his 10% before we start addressing our other physical needs. So the, the faith and the trust doesn't come in after you paid all your bills and you give money to God. The faith and trust comes in when you give your tithes off the bat. So, so Lady Pilar doesn't like that I talk about this. So I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Lady P. But we here at NBCC, you know we can text to give, we can go to our website. As soon as, as, soon as, as soon as the money hits the bank, before we pay anything else, before we pay a mortgage, before we pay a car note, before we pay a phone bill, before we pay for Roxy's groomers, yes, we pay for Roxy to get groomed. Before we do any of that, we make sure that we sow into the kingdom and we give our tithe and offering. We do that off the top, off the rip, as the young folk, as the young people say. Pastor Jay, what's off the rip? Off the rip is off the top, right? Off the top. So before, before we buy anything for ourselves or take care of our our monthly uh, our monthly bills or anything like that, we give God His first. And what I've learned is when I honor God first, then God honors the rest. When you honor God first then he'll honor the rest. When you honor God with the first fruits, then he'll honor the, the, then, then the lump will be blessed as well because you've honored God with the first fruits of your increase. So let me ask you this before we get there, before we get there. Tithing is this, tithing, this is another point. Tithing is a spiritual gateway for God to enter your circumstances and place his blessing on the remaining 90%. You know how we've been able to uh, survive this pandemic financially when so many people around us have been laid off or unemployed or furloughed? It's because we put God first. We put God first. We put our faith and trust in God. We don't put our faith and trust in the government. We don't put our faith and trust in, the, in, in, in whatever is going on. We, put our, we, don't, we don't put our faith and trust in the pandemic. We put our faith and trust in God. And when I put my faith and trust in God by making God first, then God can honor the rest. I don't know who needed to hear that, but when you make God first, he'll honor the rest of your life. When you make God first in your finances, when you say off the top, Pastor Jay, off the rip, I'm sowing my tithes into NBCC, or you're sowing your tithes into the local church that you are a part of, then God can bless the rest. And let's see, the, the, scripture, the scripture holds true to that. So let's go to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 through 10. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 through 10. And the word of God says this. It says, honor the Lord by giving him the first part of all your income, and he will fill your barns with wheat and barley and overflow your wine vats with the finest wines. And so when we honor God by giving him the first part of all of our income, then he will fill our barns with wheat and barley and overflow your wine vats with the finest wines. And so God wants to overflow your life but how do you get to the overflow? You get to the overflow by honoring God with the first of your income. 
It's got to be first. And so let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Would you rather have 100% of your finances, finances to handle without God's blessings, or would you rather have 90% with God's blessings? I, guess what? I've tried both. I've tried both because I'm just that experimental type person. I've tried both. Yes, I've grown up in church 31 years. I've heard tithing preach so many different angles other than the word of God. <laughs> so I had to get into the word of God and find out what tithing is for myself. Now, now, hear me. I don't want you to just take my word for what tithing is. I want you to get into the word of God to find out what tithing is. Um, and so... I've tried both. I tried the 100%, and guess what happened? Money has just fallen through my hands just like that. Like, where did that $200 go? I don't know. It's just falling through my hands. And that's what, that's what happens a lot of times. God will bless us with something, and instead of honoring God first, we try to go buy something, and guess what? It just, it just falls through our hands, and we have no account of it. We have no account of it. And a lot of times, we are just allowing money to just fall through our hands because we're not honoring God with what God has blessed us with. We, we're not. We're not. And I've been there. I've been there. So I know how you feel. I, 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 know, I know you like, well, I can pay this bill. 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 And guess what happens? When you do all of that, then try to honor God, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And guess what? You, you lose money. Something breaks. Something happens. Because you hadn't honored God with, with the, the 10%. And so when we give, when we just give God an offering after we have paid our bills, um, he does not accept that because you are not operating out of faith and trust in his goodness. So let me ask you this. If you make $100 a month, how much are your tithes? How much, how much, how much according to the word of God, are your tithes? So tithe is this, a tenth of your income. So if I make $100 a month, then my tithe is $10 a month, right? If I make if I make $500 a month. If I make $500 a month. 1 2 3 4 5. I make $500 a month, then my tithe is $50, right? So my tithe is $50 cuz I I want you to be able to connect this. And so when do you give your tithe? That's the question. When do you give your tithe? Do you, do you say, okay, let me pay Element Power. Let me pay uh, my light bill. Let me pay my water bill. Let me buy some groceries, and then I'll have a little bit left, and then I can give God what, I, what, what the 10% is. No, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. You want to give God his off the top, right? So, so if I make $500 a month, I think that, yeah, this is $500. Pastor Jay can count. If I make $500 a month, right? The place of this 50 is on top. So the first thing that I give God is the 10%. So when I do that, then the rest is blessed. My 450, because what happens is my, I go from 500 to 450. So the rest is blessed because I've given God his off the top. And so I want to take you to a story. I'm losing money again because I hadn't honored God. I want to take you to a story in the Bible where um, we see that this person, these, these two brothers, one honors God, one doesn't honor God. So let's go to Genesis chapter 4, verses 3 through 5 in the New Living Translation. And the Word of God says this. It says, When it was time for the harvest, 
Cain presented some of his crops. Hear, 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 the, hear the wording of this now. I want you to hear the word. Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Right? And the scripture says, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all they that dwell in it. So Cain was like, let me give God some. You know, he owned it anyways. Let me give him some. Right? His heart posture. Abel, which was Cain's brother, Abel also brought a gift, the best portions of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord, attempt, the Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. So a lot of times, there's, some, there's a lot of principles in here. We, one day I'm going to really break down these principles, but just give you an over, overview. Cain gave God some. Abel gave God first. And so Abel was blessed and Abel was accepted and respected. Some versions say respected by God. So that's what I'm getting that word from. Abel was his, his, his first fruit, his best, very best, his firstborn. It was accepted um, and respected by God because it was the first. It was the best. But Cain, on the other hand, he gave God some. So he's like, God, I give you some. I give you some, God. You know, I had I had this leftover, God, so I give it to you. You know, you'll be good. You own it. You own it anyway. I mean, the scripture says if if you want if you was hungry, you wouldn't tell us. You know, so I just gave you some because I already know you. You got it all. He had a wrong heart posture. See, Abel had the right heart posture, and since Cain had the wrong heart posture, and God did not accept him or accept his offering, rather, he did not accept his offering, then Cain was very angry, and he, he looked dejected. A lot of times, the reason why people are real angry and they look dejected, because they had made God first. Mm. Ooh, yeah. They had made God first. And so, and so, that, and so they, 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 they feel all these emotions, and they have this anger, and this, you know, they feel this dejected. They, they look dejected because they've been rejected because they hadn't given God first. And so listen to this. This is my last point, and we're going to go to a how-to. When we put God first in our finances, we can be confident that God will take care of our material needs. See, we have to find solace in that. And a lot of times, the reason why people don't want to give tithes is because they don't fully trust God. You don't fully trust if God can handle, you know, if God can bless the 90% because you're, you're trying to figure up in your head, like, I got this bill over here, I got this bill over here, I got this, and I got that, and I got this, and I got just enough income for this. But when you trust God with the first, when you say, God, off the top, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to sow, I'm going to give my tithe and offering off the top, then God can bless that. So the question becomes, how do we put God first in our finances? How do we put God first in our finances? This is number one. Number one is this. Do a budget to see how much you bring in monthly. So some of you may have like a job that you don't get the same thing every month. So do a budget. Even, even you if, even you who do um, get the same thing every week or bi-weekly or monthly, semi-monthly, however they want to say it, right? However you get it. I want you to, number one, do a budget to see how much you bring in monthly. See how much you bring in monthly. So when you get that figure, this goes to number two. I want you to multiply that by 10% to get your figure. 
So I want you to I want you to get your figure. So if it's if it's you make three hundred dollars a month, I want you to multiply that by ten percent, right? When you multiply three hundred by 0.10, you'll get thirty, right? And so when you get that figure, this is number three. I want you to rearrange your budget to make your tide first before you pay all of your bills. So this is where the faith and trust comes in because you know you got a Alabama power bill, rent mortgage, car note, car insurance, home insurance, uh, Roxy Groomer. Um, yes, if you want to sew into Roxy's Groomer account, you can. Um, just cash app Roxy at dollar sign Roxy. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. Roxy does not have a cash app, so don't, don't send any money to that cash app name because I don't know who that is. So I want you to rearrange your budget um, so you're tied... So you so you're tied so you tied first before you pay all of your bills. And so number four is this: I want you to sow your tide with a cheerful heart, faith and trust in God's goodness and His faithfulness over your remaining ninety percent. And so, God loves a cheerful giver. God doesn't. God doesn't. God doesn't really honor. He doesn't honor. Well, I got to give you this. Like, oh, I gotta. I have to give. I gotta give. No, I get to give. So God wants you to have a cheerful heart. And the last one is this number five. Watch God work miracles in your finances. Look, I'm a witness. When we've made God first in our finances in the Bell Jr. household, God has worked miracles in our finances. And so, look, I want you to really go back and listen to this if you missed something. Um, I want you to put God first. And so when you put God first, then you don't have a problem about giving God what he has blessed you with. And so it's not about me hoarding all of this money to myself, right? It's not about me hoarding all this money to myself like, this is my money. No, God has given you the opportunity to advance his kingdom. Because remember, he has invested in you time. He has invested in you talent. And he has invested in you treasure. And my question is, what are you doing with that treasure? So, woo, go back and listen to this. Share this with a family, friend. And I, look, I, I don't want you to, I don't want money to fall through your hands. I, I, don't, want, I don't want that to happen. Money just falling. It's just, you, 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 get, you, get a, you get a direct deposit and it's gone before you even get the direct deposit. So I want you to honor God with the first of your finances. And look, if you don't have a relationship with Christ, I want you to make that next step. Um, Coming up on the screen right now, you are able to make that next step if you text the word SAVE to the number coming up on the screen. Um, Also, if you are looking for a church home to be a part of, I know we're just doing digital church, but look, we're going to have in-person services again soon. Um, you see this lift behind me? That's what we're working on some things, you know, working on your safety, making sure you're safe when you come back into the doors, um, and doing some other things that I'm excited to say, but I can't say just yet. So if you are here and you desire to be a part of what NBCC is doing, and you're just tired of looking on the sidelines, and this ministry is blessing you. This word is blessing you every week, week in, week out. It's blessing you. It's, it's teaching you something that you did not know and you want to be a part, you don't have a church home, you want to be a part, I want you to text the word EFAM um, to this number coming up on the screen. So I want to say this.
Thank you for joining us on live stream today. I know there were many other live streams that you could have joined. I appreciate you. And look, coming up on the screen now, 